0: Welcome to your daily cup of true crime in 15 minutes or less from Hot Crime Cold Coffee. Listener discretion advised due to sensitive material and some violence. These daily episodes are brought to you Monday through Friday, in addition to our regular weekly episodes that you can find on Wednesdays and Fridays. Today is Thursday, November 17th, and today's true crime trivia question is, which serial killer was in witness protection when he committed his crimes? The answer to that question is Marion Albert Pruitt. In 1979, Pruitt, who went by the name Charles Sonny Pearson, was placed in the Federal Witness Protection Program after testifying about someone who was killed in federal prison while he was in Atlanta, Georgia. He committed all of his murders while he was in the Witness Protection Program from April of 1981 through October of 1981, His victims were Pamela Sue Barker from Rio Rancho, Peggy Lowe in Jackson, Bobby Jean Robertson in Fort Smith, James R. Balderson in Fort Collins, and Anthony Tate in Loveland. His crimes spanned Mississippi, Colorado, Arkansas, and New Mexico. After he was arrested for his fifth murder, he admitted, or at least claimed, because it's never been proven, that he was actually the one who had killed the person in the Georgia prison, that he was actually... In witness protection, because he had testified against someone else for that murder. In Colorado and Mississippi, he was convicted and sentenced to life imprisonment, but in Arkansas, he was given the death penalty. He was executed on April 12th, 1999. He was 49 at the time. And his final meal included stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut for Burger King Whoppers, three two-liter bottles of Pepsi, a bucket of ice, ketchup, salt, fried eggplant, fried squash, fried okra, pecan pie, and a large order of French fries. Initially, uh, he had request. the story goes that initially he had requested a roast duck, but then he decided not to get roast duck because he didn't think that they could cook it appropriately in the prison kitchen. Today's true crime trivia question is, whose last words were French fries when they were executed on death row? And I'll have the answer for you tomorrow. Today in true crime history, on November 17th, 1971, best friends Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson went missing after they had reportedly went hitchhiking in Houston. They disappeared on November 15th. They were found on the 17th in Turner's Bayou which is also known as part of the Texas Killing Fields. Their murders remain unsolved. The Texas Killing Fields is a 25 acre parcel of land approximately 26 miles southeast of Houston and in the early 70s over 30 bodies of murder victims were found in that area. There is an upcoming Netflix documentary, I believe, about four cases from the Texas killing fields, but most of those murders remain unsolved to this day. The belief is that there were multiple murderers and it was just an easy place to dump bodies right after the interstate, remote area, undeveloped, and that's why they found so many victims there. Also in true crime history for today, on November 17th, 1978, at a burger chef in Speedway, Indiana, four young workers disappeared and their bodies were found later. No one's really sure what happened. This crime remains unsolved. The four workers were Jane Freed, 20, Daniel Davis, 16, Ruth Shelton, 18, and Mark Flemons. Their bodies were found in a wooded area and two days later after the fact. There were several leads but no physical evidence to connect anyone in particular to that crime. The motive appeared to be robbery because there was cash missing. There's a lot of speculation in theory, but law enforcement do believe that it was initially a robbery that turned into a kidnapping that then turned into the murder of all four of the young adults and teenagers, four victims total. This murder that occurred at the Burger Chef in Speedway, Indiana, is also reminiscent a little bit of the unsolved quadruple homicide of the I Can't Believe It's Yogurt Shop in Austin, Texas, that occurred on December 6th, 1991, and there were four young girls murdered at the um, frozen yogurt shop. There haven't really been any updates to the Moscow, Idaho murders that occurred this last Sunday on November 13th. Four young students were killed in a home off campus. It was a home that had five roommates. Three of the roommates were murdered along with the boyfriend of one of the roommates. The victims were Madison Mogan, Kaylee Gonzalez, Ethan Chapin, and Xander Karnodel. They were all extremely close. Not a lot of information has been released Only that people need to be vigilant. They believe that it's targeted, but they didn't say why or how. They also believed that all four of them were sleeping when this occurred. I know some people that are close to me that have been affected by this directly. And what a horrible crime. I don't know if it was something that could have been prevented. It just seems that there is a very scary individual out there. When you're capable of doing something like that, not just to one person, but to four, that's crazy. There's just some really sick people in this world And I hope that they find whoever did it. Moscow police have said that they are looking for a large military-style knife, but they have no suspects and they have not found the murder weapon. A lot of times when law enforcement releases information, they intentionally do it to be misleading or to even set a trap. The other reason that they do it is to protect the integrity of the case. It happens more frequently than not that they don't release all of the information until they arrest someone. If you look at the recent um, arrest of Richard Allen and the Delphi murders, the indictment is sealed, and they've said it's to keep the integrity of the trial, but also they may be looking for additional people. So that could also be a reason why the Moscow police enforcement are keeping things close to the vest. That's it for today's daily. On Friday, we'll post our regular weekly episodes back to back. There was just too much going on this week to record them on our regular days. So tomorrow we'll have a daily and then we'll have two back-to-back regular episodes. Next week, there will only be dailies, no regular episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays because of the Thanksgiving holiday. And that's it. Talk to you tomorrow.